rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. Greetings, Earthlings. And Celestials. Welcome to another edition of the Mind a Melodic podcast. I'm DJ Melodic. And I'm Queen Melody. And today's episode, we're going to be focused on answering the question, what is the metaverse? If you remember, in our previous episode, I gave you some homework. So if you didn't listen... And you need to pause this right now. Go watch the movie Ready Player One. You can order it for like five bucks on YouTube. It will be one of the most important investments you've ever made. Research investments you ever made. A fun, nerdy movie that's about to show you what's revolutionizing the world the blockchain and how crypto and NFTs are going to be part of our income in the very, very near future. So we're going to get into that. I also gave Melody some homework. Do you remember? I do. Did you do that? I did. Did the dog eat it? Nope. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So that means we got some special secret sauce for you guys again. Crunch some numbers. Crunch some numbers. My girl. All right. And then um, we got a road to glory. Road to glory. We got a special road to glory. And then. Since we are on episode eight. Well, it is episode eight. So. We had to. We have to. Yeah. We're definitely going to pay tribute to Kobe Bean Bryant. Pay homage to his road to glory. We got a bunch of other goodies. So before we get into them, let's go ahead and shout out our sponsor of the day. DetailEverything.com Once again, Detail Everything. Making that bread that helps keep these wheels turning. So um, appreciate you keeping the lights on. Do you remember what Detail Everything is? It's a small business, which is a detailing business. Mobile car Mobile wash. Mobile car wash. Come to you. They come to you. Your uh, boat. Boat, motorcycle, airplanes, you name it, they'll do it. Um, Even get that skateboard or that Schwinn. <laughs> <laughs> everything. everything. It says everything. That's yes. what they say, right? Right. So hit them up on the Facebook Instagram. Instagram, Yelp, all those goodies. If you need your car washed or detailed, then go ahead and check them out. Detail everything. And then let's go ahead and get into a little campfire. Campfire. Let's do it. Cars, boats, airplanes, and more. Visit DetailEverything.com today. You can play place your ad here. Visit Melodic Playground for more info. 
roast the marshmallows, warm up the hot cocoa, grab your Snuggie, grab your snuggie and your favorite cuddle buddy, because it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time for Melodic's Campfire. All right, crazy kids, it's time for you to gather around the campfire for a quick little... Uh, Teddy Ruxpin story? Yeah, just a little snippet. I gotta make it quick because this episode is super heavy. And we got a lot to talk about, so I'm just gonna make this part quick. During the last, well, a couple episodes ago, I told you how crazy my life was when, when it first started. Mm-hmm. How crazy being born was. Like, Coming from Mars, it was really a tough journey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if you guys didn't, if you missed it, uh, I talked about my crazy little childhood and being born to a teenage mom. The struggles so tough that she ended up in a predicament that got me and my sister kidnapped. Now. A couple years ago, maybe 2010, 2011, I tried to record a song to kind of talk about this. You know, instead of talking about it on the podcast, I tried to write the lyrics, make a beat, rent a studio, record, you know, hire an engineer. Um... It wasn't until I went through that that I actually realized that I remembered the day I was kidnapped. And so I'm trying to like jog the memory and write down situations from my childhood. And it came to me, drinking one day, Jotting down, I guess you could say, metaphors to describe the the memories. See, I wasn't, I was only three. Right. So, there's no way I'm remembering everything. And a lot of these pieces were put together from talking to my aunt or my grandma or my mom or my grandpa. But... I remembered the day I got kidnapped. So I told you that it was just me and my sister. I was three. She was two. My mom had another child. So she had three. But for some reason, see, this was really crazy. I was born first, but I have my little sister's last name. Not my mom's last name, not the last name that's on my ID right now. So after my mom was like, after she was pregnant with me, she must have met another man. This man 
who fathered my sister was basically in my mother's life before I was born. During the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So she opted to give me his last name. Even though he was not the father. Okay. So when the people kidnapped me. They were related to my sister. And remember you thought maybe they thought they were doing a good thing. Right. But they were kidnapping me too. Because they thought I was part of that family. Because of the last name. Because of the last name. So, well, they ended up kidnapping me. So, my mom was struggling. And I told you that we weren't allowed to live in that trailer park. So she asked my sister's relatives to help out, mm-hmm. babysit, watch us, okay? And I remember this, the very single day, like, my mom was trying to get us back. So, we used to, you know, go for road, a lot of driving, I remembered Cucamonga. It was the weirdest freaking word. Cucamonga. You know? To a kid, that's like. To a kid, that's a freaking crazy word. You know? Oh my gosh, right. That sounds like a happy place. Like, like we're about to go to something like Disneyland. Right. Cucamonga, yay. Right. Well, this house over there, I remember it vividly because it had those little, giant little purple type of like great thingies that hit the sidewalk and stain the sidewalk. Oh yeah. Like berries or something. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I still remember that. Cucamonga. We were going to Cucamonga. Well, we were in Cucamonga and then all of a sudden we were moving. Boxes were moving out and it was the last day. I remember this because the entire house was completely empty. There was a couple boxes left. They were there just to wrap it up. And I didn't know this at the time. Mm -hmm. But now knowing what happens when you move as an adult Mm -hmm. and putting together the, the memory, the visualization, I was playing with a transformer this cold tile floor and the transformer was pretty cool because you like pull it back and it zips forward when it's done like racing it'll pop up and transform for you oh wow that's pretty cool it was cheap but it was pretty pretty badass actually because they don't even make they don't make toys like that nah they're really cheesy yeah I mean there's some cool toys but they're super expensive this is something a ghetto child like me could have so I had the transformer, and I remember just playing with it on the, on the floor. And then there's a banging at the door, and I'm running to see who it is. 
and they're not letting us by the door. They're not letting us open the door. And I remember my mom's voice banging on the door. Now, my mom had a grand a father cop. Why wasn't he there? I don't know. But she was there <clears throat> on the other side of the door. My 19-year-old mom banging on the other side of the door to get her kids because she realized she made that mistake. Mm -hmm. And they were hiding on that other side. And we were right there with them. That was three, I was three years old, maybe three and a half at the time. And uh, my my sister was two. <clears throat> I had another brother who wasn't involved in that situation who ended up staying back with my mom and someone that he thought was his dad who was not his dad either. Okay. Yeah. It's heavy. But that's what I remember about the day I was kidnapped. So in the last episode, I told you a lot about being born to a teenage mom and getting to that point where we were about to get kidnapped. And now I'm telling you how it happened. It is so weird because it wasn't until maybe 25 years later in this drunk induced memories click memory recollection it just clicked and I was like oh my god that was the day cause that memory was in my memory but I remembered it cause of the transformer I remembered it for other reasons mm -hmm. and then when I put it together I was like Oh my god, there was someone on the other side of the door banging. It was my mom. Who else was going to bang for me like that? Or bang at all? Like, a bill collector, really, you know? Right. Like, it just took me oh, to put the puzzle pieces together. Because now I'm smart enough to put puzzle pieces together. Right. You know? But anyway, there's a shitty story. That is. Crazy. This is a crazy episode. This <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. And this is just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for the podcast because it's about to get even more heavy. Right. And Melody's just learning these stories. So bear with her and her, and her shock, maybe. Uh, thanks for riding with me, Mama. Because sometimes it takes just a little... Love, love someone to listen to Always. yeah and uh, someone to share the story with so you really understand the mind of melodic welcome to Satoshi vibes Satoshi vibes where we talk about blockchain crypto nfts and preserving Satoshi's vision.
crypto nerds welcome back to another satoshi vibes where dj melodic is going to talk to us about the metaverse the metaverse mm-hmm. do you know what a metaverse is <laughs> melody what is a metaverse mel- um, wow i think we just came up with our our own our own the name for our metaverse don't tell everybody we got like three <laughs> listeners, maybe. Okay, the Meloverse. Wow. I'm going to explain the Meloverse now. <laughs> you yeah, forget the meta. Alright, do you know what the Metaverse is? Um, I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was like kind of like a virtual reality type of thing virtual reality what type of thing like that like where i can go in and pretty much like do normal activities and just well i mean you're pretty much outlining it like day to day so in the movie ready player one Mm -hmm. which was your homework right and if you would have did your homework Maybe you'd have a, a good concept of some of the good, the pros and the cons of what future metaverses can present. Mm-hmm. You have a community. Sometimes it's local, sometimes it's revolving around a niche. In Ready Player One, it was a global community. Mm -hmm. And this community um, basically earns currency within their virtual world. You earn currency all sorts of ways. Just like Sonic, you might collect coins and find an emerald or you might do something for somebody maybe repair their ship or their boat or sell them some shoes that give them a certain attribute maybe you own the DeLorean Um, maybe you bought the DeLorean for 15 US dollars which is 300,000 of this cryptocurrency and you held it on for a certain amount of time and you flipped that currency I mean that DeLorean for 900,000 of that currency which is the equivalent of now 3x in your money Um, in this game you can do all sorts of things but at the end of the day coins that you earn in this verse, in this world, in this game, have a real world value. You can all, like, let's just say it was Bitcoin. Let's just say we played chess, me and you, in Meliverse. Mm -hmm. And since you don't know how to play, I'm taking advantage Mm -hmm. and I'm kicking your butt. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
so far in every game that you've played, that oh. we played together. Oh, we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> oh, Doyle rules, baby. Yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, well, we could take a quick snippet real quick. <laughs> All right, next time, next time. All right, so, um, in the Melaverse, we played chess. Okay. And let's just say we were wagering a thousand satoshis mm -hmm. which is you know a certain amount of bitcoin right right and everywhere in this game all we use is satoshis mm -hmm. right and you beat me uh, i beat you and the winner takes it all mm -hmm. or 95 99 percent of it maybe there's a little fee that goes to the game to keep everything operating for the Melaverse, right? Okay. Now you have doubled your um, Satoshis. Mm -hmm. And if you want, you transfer them back into Bitcoin. It is a Bitcoin, technically, but. And then you turn it back into US dollar, maybe pay your bill. For as long as the US dollar exists. <laughs> Eventually a lot more companies will allow you to pay in Satoshis or Dogecoins or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say you have a very, very powerful blockchain. There might be a couple metaverses on that blockchain and they all use the same coin. XRP, Doge, something. Now you have all these different people earning for playing their favorite games. It might be virtual ping pong, could be solving puzzles. There's one um, where you can, I think it's called Bit Rush or Bit Crush, and you earn Bitcoin, but it's kind of like Candy Crush. Oh, okay. It's like a free app right now, you can download it uh, on the Google Play Store. And the more and more you play, the more and more you can earn free Bitcoin, free Satoshis. So, you earn these playing games, obviously. But in a real deep, real thick, real versatile metaverse, you'll be able to go to work. You'll be able to hold a seminar to teach people how to do origami or cooking recipes. If do you know what Patreon is? Where people give advice and they charge them monthly fees to subscribe to their group. Mm -hmm. Patreon, you could have your own Patreon in the metaverse and everybody would come in and they'll get music lessons. Right. You know, Sarah's music lesson could have her own metaverse mm -hmm. where a student will go in and if they're level if they're a bronze member, they can go in the first five doors. Silver member can go in the, the next five doors. Gold member can go in the next five doors. And these are all like advanced courses for learning music education that Sarah's put together. See? So she can have like a... Basically a, a music store or a music school in the metaverse okay. and you put on your oculus and you'll go in there and you'll get your music lessons 
it will look, it will feel, it will sound like you're really there. You might be able to get it playing FIFA or John Madden, Fortnite. You might be able to get it, um, there's, there's real world jobs that people do remotely, that people do online. That will transfer to the metaverse. And people will earn their daily incomes in the metaverse. So, a few months ago, there was a big uproar. When Zuckerberg decided to change the name of Facebook abruptly to Meta, okay? Most people don't know this, but when Facebook changed their name to Meta, they did not even own Meta. The term, the trademark, the website, nothing. They just did it. And then went and bought and acquired everything. And they did it because there was one epiphany that struck in Zuckerberg where he realized where the future is inevitably going. Mm -hmm. He already knew that certain technologies, he already wanted to be a part of certain technologies that he knew could prolong his dominance. Very few people know this, but Facebook has acquired Several years ago, I think it was like four or five years ago, they acquired the virtual reality headset called Oculus. Mm-hmm. If you've never played an Oculus, then you have no clue of how real and how close this technology really is. And so, at Best Buy, they have those Bluetooth sunglasses mm-hmm. you can walk around and listen to your favorite music right right, right. we talked about that a little bit and pretty soon those sunglasses and those facebook oculus goggles are gonna meet in the middle and every day we will be walking around with oculus glasses not goggles, not those big Little old things. things. Yeah. Okay, we'll be walking around with a light, very light piece of headwear mm-hmm. to where <clears throat> you can see through it. But then when you click the switch, now you're able to see what's in the metaverse. So let's just say you're on Tinder, and I'm on Tinder, <laughs> and we're both single. We flip the switch so that people can see that icon in the metaverse as we walk by them in the mall. If you're wearing your glasses and I'm wearing my glasses, we both glance at each other and we notice that we've both opted in on the Tinder signal. Now we both know from a distance you're at the Cinnabon, but I'm over here at the Pretzel Wetzels. Okay. <laughs> and and we're like, mm, I'm single, she's single, 
maybe I got it locked in her, you know, because there's a lot of people that don't have that opt-in. Right. A lot of people might not have the goggles yet. So, but eventually, this will be full, full-fledged, and certain things will be cool. You'll be able to see his favorite team, um, what he looks like in the metaverse, maybe. I don't know, but the goggles and the glasses will meet in the middle for some form of mainstream headwear eventually okay we don't know if it's going to be five we don't know if it's going to be ten years right years ago when i first watched ready player one oh i got so excited i told myself all i wanted to do was live long enough to play the Fortnite version of Ready Player One. I think I'll be the best in the world. <laughs> because I'm really good at the real version, but then you got all these hackers and your cheaters and then they got better tools than me. Mm. Like we were playing on worn out remote controls on PlayStation 4 mm -hmm. with overloaded Wi-Fi. And then you got these other nerds out there with the $9,000 computer and $900 Wi-Fi bill and, <laughs> and they're killing you because they know how to cheat, you know, because they know all the hacks and stuff and and um, I just wanted to play the real version where we were all equals and my real life attributes came into play. Right. Well, we're getting close. Hopefully sooner than later because I'm getting older by the day. <laughs> <laughs> Metaverse is real. Facebook is so convinced that it's, it's inevitable that they changed their name to Meta long before they had any application in a Metaverse. But they do own Oculus, which means when they find a developer with the right application, they're going to buy them out. And they're going to be right there in the mix with everybody. Meanwhile, there are dozens, hundreds, maybe thousands now of small metaverses that are building communities and equities and liquidity value every day for the digital assets that you can earn in those games. You might buy a piece of land in Sandbox and if you bought it three years ago or two years ago, you could sell it right now probably for two, three hundred times more. But this is just the beginning because eventually you'll be able to build on that land. Like Atari, they actually bought land in the central land. And they built their own little virtual gaming arena in the central land. And you can go in there and you can wager mana, which is the Decentraland currency. You wager mana for playing games and the winners get rewarded. Tournament style, head-to-head -head style, all sorts of cool stuff. So, if you can find the right metaverse now, dig your feet in with a couple hundred bucks maybe. Hopefully, 
you're getting that cheap because I've seen some that are a lot more expensive. If it's something you like and it's something you think you're good at, spend a couple minutes a day. A couple minutes a day trying to grow your value. Try to obtain more digital assets. These are NFTs. And this is just the beginning, so we really don't know which ones are going to be $1,000 in a couple years. We don't. But I can tell you now, <clears throat> I'm in a couple couple metaverses and one has been very lucrative to me and I've teased at it a couple times when we were talking about NFTs I will be able to share this with you guys all my listeners true story of me throwing a couple hundred bucks and growing it into a couple thousand and it's just playing a simple game that most of us have played our entire lives Okay. Alright, so in the metaverse, you basically think about going into a video game. Imagine if you were playing the original Nintendo Super Mario 3. Okay. Okay. This is the one where he had the raccoon tail, remember? Mm-hmm. And he used to fly. You fly. remember that? He yes. could fly. He could fly. And, and he'd get the frog suit and he'd go swimming. And he'd be like the Eskimo suit or the hardcore shell suit. Alright, so now this guy's your Super Mario. And you go into your little metaverse, you wanna walk in, you go into the portal. Like the little pipe, right? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you did the sound effect for me. <laughs> I didn't have to push the button. <laughs> Alright, so and then you go to the next world. In this world, you walk around. You could fall in love. You could go to work. You could play games. Just like the real world, you, you're either making money or you're spending money. Mm-hmm. Just like the real world. Okay. So my advice to people right now is just to do some research. If you didn't watch Ready Player One, go watch it. If you watched it 10 years ago, rewatch it. Rewatch it. If you watched it four years ago, rewatch it. Because right now, everybody's brains are starting to come around and grasp some of the possibility, some of the perspective, some of the urgency, and how inevitable this really is. Did you have any questions about a metaverse today? Queen Melody, the, the the ruler of the Meliverse. I actually want to try to create a Meliverse. Create, create a Meliverse. I know, it sounds cool. Huh? It does sound cool. Well, as you know, this was one of my dreams years ago. Right. It wasn't a 3D Metaverse, you know. I was thinking more along the lines of a 2D Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. More like a Zelda, sh- like I used to shop in the store for Zelda to get him his little power-ups. But now, if you get a Zelda power-up, you hold it, sell it, trade it, buy it, you own it. As an NFT, a digital asset in a different world, in 
virtual reality. So, Ready Player One is coming true. And if you know this is coming true, then you can see another rabbit hole. And that means you have to go watch Tron 1 and Tron 2. The original in the 80s, and then the other one that came out about five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Because these people's imaginations, technology has caught up to our imagination. So a lot of this is being worked on as we speak. And with the pandemic slowing everything down and everyone had to work from home, a lot of crypto nerds, a lot of meta nerds, a lot of blockchain nerds are gonna have some really awesome surprises for us really soon. All right, so that's enough for Satoshi's vibes, where we talk about his vision, the blockchain, crypto, and everything in between. Mm -hmm. I'm DJ Melodic. And I'm Queen Melody. We're gonna take a break and hit the gym, catch a swim. And and we'll be back um, maybe after that for, uh, for another segment or two. Bye guys. Food reviews, local music, music. rising stars, and current events. This is is your spotlight of the day. Welcome back with another edition of the spotlight of the day, where we are actually going to be featuring Build a Bear. Build-A-Bear is actually one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got every single one of my kids a Build-A-Bear. Have you ever received one? Oh, yeah. I got a Build-A-Bear. You do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have it anymore. I did have one, but my son's dog chewed it up. Aww. Yeah. Well, um, my first trip to Build-A-Bear... Mm-hmm was to get my daughter one, Mm -hmm. my first child, my princess. Right. I was working at the the mall, and I was doing this thing, like, uh, surveys. Mm -hmm. The the mall goers would get, like, a uh, opportunity to take a survey. We would try to convince them to do it. And they would get some type of reward. Or, um, I guess you could say some type of payment for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was diapers. Sometimes it was a uh, gift certificate to the Wetzel's Pretzels. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or movie tickets. Okay, nice. One time, uh... I had actually, the day I got my first Build-A-Bear for my daughter, Mm -hmm. I ran into the Golden Girl. Which one? Betty. Betty White? Betty White. Wow. And, um... What mall was that at? It was actually at the Westfield Palm Desert, like out in Palm Springs area. Oh, wow, nice. Westfield Palm Desert Mall. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's the name of it. There was this company in there. I was working for it just because uh, 
just a weird roundabout job in my time, uh, at that time in my life. But anyway, I told her about getting the Build-A-Bear for my daughter, and I didn't have enough cash to get the outfit. Mm-hmm. Betty came back after I convinced her to take a survey. She came back with the outfit for my daughter. Aww. I know, it's pretty cool. Well, what is this? Almost 20 years later. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to build a bear. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was able to surprise you with one for your birthday. You did. Which you, I love. You loved it. Yes, I do. A little, little uh, Magic Mike Build-A-Bear. <laughs> Magic Mike Build-A-Bear. <laughs> so I get the Build-A-Bear and he buys it little boxer briefs. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. He's just hanging out in his boxers hanging all day. Hanging out in his boxers all day. Looking like Magic Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we tell them that you also put your voice recording in it? Oh yeah. And I think I said something like, to the moon, baby, to the moon. Yeah. Or did I say, I love you, baby? To the moon. To the moon. Yes. I said, I love you to the moon. That's what I said. Huh? And then now, yeah. you know, you always got my voice. If, if something happens to Spotify <laughs> and you can't listen to the podcast and something happens to me. Don't even talk like that. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, well, anyway. Anyway, guys. <laughs> what, 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 what do we name them? Because you had to name them. I haven't named them yet, actually. Wait, really? I thought we were supposed to come up with a name. We were. Uh, you didn't even name your child. I haven't named it yet. Build a bear fail. No, I still had some time, they said. They said, oh, no, you failed, not them. Oh, no, I failed, yes. Yeah, but they told me that I had some time to decide what you I wanted. You failed as a mother. <laughs> Whatever. The stork is probably going to... Asking for that oh, baby back. Man. <laughs> okay, we'll just call him Mike. Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Build a Bear. Yes. They're pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool place where you can go build a teddy bear for your kids, or or your loved one, your loved girlfriend one. for Valentine's, or birthday, your podcast partner, <laughs> your little. Uh, your little best friend, ride or die, whatever you, whatever you, occasion you might find, uh, just cheer up the neighbor child or Christmas presents. Go stuff the teddy bear. Put your voice in it. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's my voice is still in, in the there. bear. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, but that's our spotlight of the day. They're pretty cool shop and for the big kids. Right. And now, and now, it's Vibing with Melody. Your time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman, Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ Melodic. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Your favorite part of the episode. And then you're tired of listening to me by now. This is a special segment that we like to call Vibing with Melody. 
And today Melody's gonna break down some numbers that she crunched with you. She's gonna um, hopefully enlighten you with that secret sauce perspective that she's been known for these past couple episodes. So without further ado, <laughs> it's uh, the queen of the Melaverse, Queen Melody. Thank you, Mr. Melodic. <laughs> so lovely intro. Right, we're going to get you the red carpet and those horns really, really soon. Ooh, I can't wait. Okay. So... Maybe a bunch of jokers jumping around. <laughs> Junior jokers out there just jumping around. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna talk about what you had me do, my homework. Oh, you had some homework. I did. You wanted me to search the video of your on YouTube. I did. Sweet. So you wanted me to go through so you we can find out what top ten coins you predicted and also where they're at right now so i predicted uh i gave you it was top 10 coins top 10 but you only gave nine. Oh, right 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 and there was a reason why yes right right because all of these coins were under five dollars all of them were under five dollars and i said i'm giving you the goodies mm-hmm. you're not going to get the number one for free right i said you gotta go to the radio station Make a donation. Of the blog and make a donation mm-hmm. because donations are tax free. Right. And then I'll give you my number one coin. Mm-hmm. But I did give them 9 out of 10 for free. You did give them 9 out of 10 for free. So it's basically a 9 coin portfolio. Right. And I told you to input the data mm-hmm. as if our listeners or me or you would have spent a thousand dollars on each coin correct so now 12 months later yes we'll find out if i was making money or losing money with those predictions of nine coins under five dollars talk to me i'm anxious (laughs) so because i've been wanting to know right so the video was dated on march 28th of 21 that's right. I told you, end of March. The end of March, yes. So, at the time, your number 10 coin was Harmony 1. Now, this is, remember, this is the list number under $5. All under not, $5. This is not my number 10 overall, but under $5. Yes. Um, the number 9 was Basic Attention Token. Okay. Number 8 was Doge. Ah, <laughs> to the moon, baby. <laughs> number seven was Sandbox. Mm-hmm. Number six was Crypto.com. Yes, sir. Man. Number five was Decentraland. <laughs> 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 and number Man. four was Chili's. <laughs> number four is Chili's. That might have been my worst one. Let's we'll see. Let's we'll see. Number three was Cardano. Cardano. Yeah. And number two was the Engine Coin. And number one is a big question mark. It's still a mystery. It still is a mystery. To this day, I may be a handful of people who have actually got that information out of my brain. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I believe that number one coin is going to make me a millionaire no matter what. Right. And I have to get more of those before it's too late. 
the more people I tell, the more they might get it. The more people are going to get it. They're going to tell their grandmas and everybody. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so, I inputted this into... Coin stats. Coin stats. And it's a nine-coin portfolio. Correct. Which... Which means if we put a thousand dollars on each coin... It was going to be $9,000. A $9,000 investment. So, where's it at now? So, right now, it's up... 26.6%. I wanted more. Okay. But it gave you $2,401 profit. Okay, so what's the total? 9,000 to 11 something? To 11,403. Okay, so if we would have put our nine grand into that 9,000 coin portfolio, Mm -hmm. we would have turned it into $11,403. Correct. That's 26%. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that means I'm beating the S&P. Everybody was managing these money market managers. Mm -hmm. They're finance companies that are trying to manage other people's money for them. Right. They do it with a goal of 10%. Okay, well, you're beating that. Yeah, they're trying to grow, make sure they basically guarantee to 10%. The average goal in Wall Street is to beat the S&P 500's growth of inflation and to to yield about 10% every year. So I am doing a little bit more than what a lot of the professionals' goals were. Right. Now, that was nine coins. Mm-hmm. Which were the top performers? So the top perf- top performers were Sandbox. Sandbox. Doge. Uh, Doge. Okay, so Sandbox is a metaverse. How ironic. Right. Okay. Um, the Doge coin. Which is one of the few that's actually just a cryptocurrency. Like Bitcoin, it's just a crypto. It's just money. It's like, just currency. Right. Um, Mana. Mana, another metaverse. Okay. Okay. And then Crypto.com. Crypto.com. And this, they just recently purchased purchased the rights to the Staples Center. Correct. So it's no longer the Staples Center. Mm-hmm. It's Crypto.com Arena. Okay, so that means it's a 25-year contract. CRO is not going anywhere. Right. So it's a DeFi, mm-hmm. two metaverses, and a Dogecoin. Cryptocurrency. Wow. Well, we're going to talk about Dogecoin a lot in the next episode. But those were the top four performers. Mm-hmm. Now, if you would have looked at that portfolio in December... It would have been way higher in the green. If you would have looked at it last March, it would have been way higher in the green. Mm-hmm. Now, almost all of those coins hit new all-time highs after I recommended them. So if you would have been riding that wave and jumped off at the right time, you would have made way more than 26%. 
Like I'm telling everybody is to not play that game, is to hold, 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 buy more, and hold, and buy more. And if you would have did that, you would have been at 26%. And the reason why it's at 26% right now is because the wars and the inflation is being recognized. All that money, that stimulus money that got pumped into our economy basically went into Wall Street. It didn't go into the economy. So now it's slowly getting pulled out for people to survive. And at the end of the day, they have reset the coins value, the market's value, where it might, should be. It could go a little bit lower. It could go much lower. We really don't know how long this recession is going to last. But even in the middle of a recession, I would have made 26%. The beginning, this is just the beginning of the recession. Mm -hmm. Because inflation is just starting to rise to the surface and people are starting to realize what just happened. But we still would have made 26%. And that's not counting what's going to happen with these coins when it starts to pump back up. So if we're making a little bit of money during the hard times, then it's going to be really, really good when things start going green for everybody, every sector in Wall Street and crypto. But that's going to take a while because after what's happened over the past few years, we have to get all the wheels turning, and they're not. Mm -hmm. Things are falling apart still. So, um, that's a good little, uh, little homework assignment. What do you think, um, was the biggest thing you've learned, you learned from that assignment right there? You did coin stats, you crunched, crunched a little bit of numbers. Mm -hmm. You saw a YouTube video from me long before you knew me. Right. What do you, what's your take on this here, like? Because I'm teaching you NFTs, I'm getting you NFTs, I'm getting you um, involved in metaverses. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest take on that? I mean, did you study any of those coins? Did you, did you, were any of them, like, do you think are maybe on sale? Or are you interested in some of the top performers? What do you think? Um, I actually think I have two of the top performers. <clears throat> you do? You have Doge? I right? have Doge. Okay. And, and I have Harmony. You have Harmony One? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, and I think I got Crypto.com too. You got some Crypto.com. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so I, I'm still suggesting those, right? Right. And some of those have been still going good um, as far as the timeline on that last video. I do want to make another video, a new one, mm-hmm. with a new top 10, a revised one. Reality is, I, I have a new number one. Well, my number one still. Excuse me. Trying not to sneeze. Okay. I still have a new number one. I mean, I, I still have my number one. Mm-hmm. But now I have like a number one B. Right. One A. So now I got two number ones, basically. Right. Um, but I want to revise the top ten. 
Because I think some of them you've changed. Well, maybe. I've done a lot more research and learned a lot more in crypto. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot more protocols, new ones coming up too. Mm -hmm. Next episode, we're going to talk about a crazy NFT app that's going to change the world. Right. And like that wasn't even in my mind a year ago. Right. But um, anything else, Vibing with Melody? No. No? I think that's it. That's it. What about about your week? How was your week? As of now or last week? Let's let's talk about last week. Um, I had a really good week last week. You did? Anything we're bragging about? (laughs) 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 Um, Talk to him. This is is your time. I don't want... It's not all about the homework. It's not all about the numbers. Well, we were celebrating my birthday. We were. So I hit you with the Build-A-Bear. You hit me with the Build-A-Bear. That's why we were talking about that. Huh? Yes. Yeah. We also um, went skating. Well, we went skating. Yeah. Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain. You, uh, you got a little bit of wine with the family. Yes, right? I went to you a winery that I am a member of. And then, um, um, what else? And then we went camping. We did that real quick. Yeah. So we worked on the podcast. We worked on the podcast. And then um, just had fun. Yeah, it was like we celebrated the whole week. All uh, week, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you were spoiling me, and I felt so blessed to just have that well, at least once in my life. That's what friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you for being best friend and my crypto buddy and my gym partner and my podcast don't take over my podcast and that's why I'm never trying to, I'm still trying to you know get rich on crypto before I lose my day job <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you I appreciate you too you're awesome so are you well you guys know that vibing with Melody is supposed to be her time and I'm trying to get her worked in to being the queen of podcasts. <laughs> so if you guys have something that she... <clears throat> excuse me. If you guys have something that you want her to talk about, reach out to her on her Twitter. That's MP3 you got underscore queen. MP3 underscore queen. My Instagram is Queen Melody. Queen Melody. Straight up, no, straight no, up, no nothing. And then my Facebook right. is Melody Melodic. Melody Melodic. Mrs. Melodic is now on Facebook. <laughs> and then you can reach out to, um, she's going to get a, maybe like a Google Voice number. Oh. You, you guys can, oh, she's got that. Let's bring that, that up one. real quick. You guys can drop a message. Um, maybe set up an interview with Queen Melody. You can leave a, a little text message about a shout out to somebody or voicemail, maybe. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a chance to get to know Melody a lot more and interact with Melody. If you have anything to say, give her just give her a reach out to Google Voice. You got that number? Yes. The number is 951-394-394-3311. 3311. Right, that might be easy to remember. 
we're gonna start shouting that out at every episode so that you guys can get in contact with the podcast basically and reach out through Melody and give her your your suggestions, your questions. Or, or maybe, if you want a shout out, maybe give yeah. shout outs too. Or maybe you can just tell Melody happy birthday. <laughs> or how that she did a good job, you know. Not bad for uh, this is her eighth podcast ever. Right. Ever. Only eight. And I don't know how many times she's ever been in front of a microphone. Never. So, never. Never. Not even in school? Not even in school. Not even, like, when you were supposed to do the oral presentation. Oh, my gosh. I got so scared when I had to do that. In senior year? Oh, oh my goodness. What did you get on your senior year project? I didn't have to do one, actually. I didn't even do one. You didn't do a senior project? Mm-mm. Okay. What about the time you got so scared? Oh, my goodness. Whenever I had to give presentations in front of everybody, because I'm so shy and nervous, I always, like freak out and get all nervous and I can't even talk because I talk so low. You have to do it sometimes for your job? No, actually I don't. Ooh, you got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky. So the last time you had to do that was in school. It was in school. Mm. And that's why the very first episode, maybe two, mm-hmm. I was super nervous doing this. Well. But I think I'm actually starting to get more comfortable with it so I'm not as nervous anymore. But what if, um, let's just say I agreed to do a show and I, I needed you to introduce me to a crowd of a couple thousand. <laughs> Could you handle that? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. What would you say? Like practice right here on the podcast. Kind of like how I introduce your, <laughs> your episodes, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd rather have it like Michael Buffer. You know? You know, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> no? You gotta have a little spice like Well, you that. know what? I might have to be in the background or like hidden away so I can like just talk and nobody sees so no me. No one sees you? Mm-hmm. What if we get you one of those masks like Dead Mouse? Or maybe... Um, so maybe because then nobody would know who I am and I could just yeah. mess up if I mess up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe that's what we'll do. Both of us will rock them. Okay. And then they'll know, like, that's Bonnie and that's Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the vibes. Let you guys uh, get back uh, to your regular routines. We're going to wrap up this podcast in a minute and, and say goodnight. Thanks, guys. True stories about the legends we admire and the forks in the road that made them. This is The Road to Glory. Welcome back, family. You're tuned in to the Mind of Melodic podcast. This is another edition of a special segment that we call The Road to Glory. For today, we are going to be talking about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Jelly Bean Bryant. Actually, no way. Kobe Bean Bean Bryant. Bryant. His dad was Jelly Bean. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Jelly Bean Bryant. Maybe, uh, 
Maybe you already know, but this episode is episode 8. So we just felt obligated and felt opportuned to talk about Kobe in the road to glory. Personally, um, I, I believe I was born a Laker. And from what we all can tell, Kobe was as well. Um, he dreamed of being a Laker and having an opportunity to be drafted straight out of high school. There wasn't too many who have done that and lived up to the legacy. And Kobe Bryant went to high school in Philadelphia. But prior to that, he um, he traveled a lot with his father. Did you know that? I did not know that. Prior to high school, um, he grew up playing basketball overseas with his father, who was a former professional player. Mm-hmm. He played in Italy. Right. And he learned how to speak Italian. Italian. Yeah. He spoke a lot of different languages. I don't, I don't know how many. I'm not even going to try to count. But when he was overseas playing with his dad, he was playing against grown men mm-hmm. at a very young age. And uh, then he ended up coming back to the States for high school. Played ball in Philadelphia at a high school called Lower... Marion High School. I believe he was number 23. 23 or 33? Hmm. I forget. Anyway, 33. I think it was 33. And he led them to some championships. He went to his high school prom with Brandy. Do you remember that? I seen that, yes. Yeah. And uh, shortly after, he just began to grow into the legendary basketball player that he wanted, he dreamed of being. Mm-hmm. Did you know who drafted Kobe Bryant? Do I know who drafted him? Yeah. It wasn't the Lakers. It was not the Lakers. There's the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. yeah. And I think he was drafted number 17. Mm. 17 or 18. So, you got basically one of the top three basketball players, all time, top five, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Some people argue top three, but those arguments are dumb. <laughs> But Kobe Bean Bryant ends up um, letting his dream come true. He, he gets drafted. But the Lakers GM, Jerry West, um, decides to make a trade for him. Do you know who they traded for Kobe Bean Bryant? I do not know. Do you remember a guy by the name of Vlade Divac? Oh, yes. 
they traded? They that's who they traded. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty crazy story right there. Yeah. So we literally got one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. For a guy who never made an all-star game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Pretty good, pretty good story right there. Kobe ends up um, winning the slam dunk trophy mm-hmm. his rookie year. And, uh, well, I think he broke his wrist his second year in the league. And he ends up coming back really early. He spent the entire season dribbling with the opposite hand which he felt made him even more ambidextrous right. and even more deadly. Yeah, because he, he was able to yeah. use both. So he kind of turned that curse into a blessing. Right. Let's see. Mm, I'm trying to think of... This is probably his third year, third or fourth year, when... They got Phil Jackson, and the Lakers moved into the Staples Center. Mm-hmm. They got a couple key pieces, and um, that team was legit for the first time since Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan. The Lakers had a real good shot at making a run at the trophy and I remember um, they were down I think by 25 points to the Portland Trailblazers I had a bet with Joey one of my good friends that they would win the trophy that year if they didn't win the trophy that year, I had to buy the concert tickets to Cypress Hill. <laughs> okay. If they did, he had to. So the Lakers are down 25 points, about to get eliminated by Scottie Pippen and the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. And um, they make this miraculous comeback, and then they're down by like one. I got the chills right now just talking about it. Because Kobe just sliced to the rack. And he seen Shaq cutting. And he threw this super crazy high lob. And that's how you know Shaq is Superman. Because the cape came out. And he just grabbed it with one hand. Like, yeah! I do remember that game. (laughs) And then the Lakers are up by one. Mm -hmm. And it just changed everything. Lakers end up going on the three-peat, actually. Right. But that was their first ring. Mm-hmm. And um, ironically, right after that summer, mm-hmm. I went on like a triple date. And it was two of my buddies and three younger ladies. Joey, Pat, and 
I had a, a girlfriend by the name of Shannon. Well, Shannon was actually related to Tyron Luth, but who's a Laker, former Laker, okay, who played with Kobe. But we were about to get on the ride. Oh man, I can't remember. What was the name of that ride? I wanna. It was a big one. It was a big one. It was brand new that year. And um, next thing you know, they're like, "Excuse me, sir, you can't get on. We got a VIP coming." And it was freaking Kobe Bean Bryant. This guy took our seat on the ride. <laughs> And I just had to wait one extra time. <laughs> and I was, and then, so he went, and I wasn't even mad. I was just yelling, thanks for bringing the ring back to L.A. We love you. It was crazy. And um, I remember he had a Syracuse jersey on. He had Carmelo Anthony's jersey on that day. And so it was pretty cool. Cool little Kobe Bean Bryant story. Um, I guess that's enough for the You just have, like, all these, like, famous people that you, <laughs> like, you had Betty White, and then you seen Kobe Bryant. I know, that was, a, that was, ironically, that was a, that seems cool. like a, a loaded, <laughs> yeah. loaded the podcast up. Like, it's not that, it, I wish. Um, it's random. Life is life. And my journey's been all over the place. But, yeah, that was pretty cool, and Joey and Pat and Shannon were there to testify, so. <laughs> I did not make it up, it's, um, not like I met him, you know, I never did get a chance to meet him. I went to a game, um, actually a couple years before that, it was my only Laker game, um, I was actually in a group home. And in the group home, it was an emancipation home. The emancipation home gave us an opportunity to go on what they call outings. If, you know, the emancipation home teaches that you emancipate yourself, you get certain credits for the outing, you could go on the outing. We went to a Laker game. And I got this uh, picture. Kobe Bryant holding his slam dunk trophy. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. But that was my first and only Laker game. Really? Really. Oh, I think we might have to go on a Laker game. I know. Now that they suck, we might can afford <laughs> tickets. <laughs> oh man, I wish we could talk more about Kobe being Bryant. But that guy, um, I guess you could say being born was his road to glory. Mm -hmm. He was born and destined to be a Laker. That's what he wanted. He had the skills and the attributes to make it happen, being that his father was a professional basketball player. And just like um, that father-son combo, we see a lot more father-son combinations coming up now. 
Steph Curry, right. his dad played. Um, Gary Payton, second. His Clay Thompson, his dad played. Mm-hmm. So I mean, a lot of um, other people I watched growing up, they're having kids now um, that are entering the league and. They're all trying to be just as good as Kobe. Big shout out to Kobe Bean Bryant, episode 8. Much love. Much love, big hugs. You you got something to say? You gotta gotta have a Kobe memory. Um, I don't have a Kobe memory, but I do... Come on. When was the first time you heard about Kobe? Um, when he was on the Lakers. Yeah, but... So it's the day he was drafted? The day he was drafted. You a big Laker fan? I am. You grew up watching the Lakers? Grew up watching the Lakers. Why? Because my dad. Oh, your dad? My dad, yeah. Big Laker fan? Laker fan. So, uh, you probably know, we probably should have brought him on for the (laughs) the Lakers. He probably has stories. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I just know that I am a huge, I was a huge Kobe fan, um. And I wish, you know, he still was around because I'm sure he'd do such, you know, great things. Even now, after he's retired, you know. Um, maybe we'll talk about that in another episode. Maybe. Well, for now, that's the road to glory. That's Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, we're not going to forget talk. We're not going to stop talking about the <laughs> Lakers. No. Definitely not going to start stop talking about the greatest Laker of all time. Right. So, um... Take a moment. Take a moment of silence. Remember the the goat. The goat. And now a moment of silence to remember the late great Kobe Bryant. It's about time to wrap it up. Bedtime. It's bedtime. Getting tired. We hit the gym. We hit the gym already. We worked. Worked all day. So, gotta finish this episode. So, I think it's a really good one. I like it. It's heavy. It's heavy. Got a lot of info. It's too long, though. Lots. We gotta learn how to, like, cut the gibberish out. (laughs) Like right now. Like right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to say goodnight, family. So, um, so, wait, before wait. we leave, though, I want to say a big shout out to our sponsor of the day. Right. I was right. just going to say that. Okay. To... I beat you to it. Finally. It's about time. <laughs> so, it's detaileverything.com. Yeah, they're pretty good. they mobile car wash. Right. Hit them up. Instagram, Facebook, Yelp, uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And it's detaileverything.com. And then one more quick thing. Uh, we're going to play a song. A, a quick beat instrumental that I made, a little snippet that I made for the for the radio station. Mm-hmm. It's a special one though because I got my daughter's voice from when she was like seven years old. I I, I, I tricked her and her mom into talking on the microphone, and then I took just this one little piece where she said "Daddy." Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cute. And I took this and. I played with it and I made a little beat to, to play on the radio station. I actually call it Stranger Things because it's kind of weird, kooky. 
and uh, I, I know my youngest son AJ this knucklehead uh, he was um, he was uh, really into Stranger Things so mm-hmm. I thought that that would be fitting I thought it would be fitting and get him a little entertained but um, that's all for today folks it's time to put it in the fridge the lights are out the eggs are cooling. The butter's getting hard. And the jello's jiggling. Bye, guys. Rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time. For another ride through the mind of Melodic. Cars, boats, airplanes, and more. Visit DetailEverything.com today.